You're listening to The Angry Mason, building a hot shit podcast brick by brick. I'm your hot shit host, Angry Mason Ryan, and here's my podcast partner, Angry Mason Dan. Ryan, the holidays are over. It's a new year and a new batch of Angry Mason's episodes. We're going to be angrier and Masoner. Masoner? Masoner? I think that's pretty close. Yeah. So how were yeah. your holidays, Ryan? How'd it go? You know, they weren't bad. Uh, got to spend some time with some family. Um, it's always, always a good thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they know I like booze. So they got me booze. Um, Surprise. Yeah. I'm easy mm-hmm. to shop for, really. Well, they probably listened to your holiday liquor guide. So uh, no well, doubt I mean, they were handing out the correct items. Yeah. They definitely did not give me the uh, the peach vodka. Gross. Is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I got my ma an air fryer for Christmas. Uh, She likes it so far. Uh, I liked it so much that I actually got one for myself. Uh, Because I don't know if you've seen the air fryer, but basically what it does, it allows you to fry up crispy food really short time without any of like the tons of oil and grease. Wow, sounds like magic. You would think so, but no, it's not Mm -hmm. little fucking dwarves or something in there like shooting Ah. heat waves at it. Um, you just like take your food, spray some olive oil on there, uh, which is healthy for you and, uh, put it in, in 10, 20 minutes, you got some crispy shit. Well, I mean, ah. I wouldn't put an actual wow. turd in there cause that's ah, kind of fucked right. up, but yeah. I was just going to ask, you know, if that was a common meal for you, if turds were like a thing. No, but you know, what is a common thing evidently in my building pissing in the goddamn elevator. <laughs> Ah, uh, the elevator toilet continues. Oh my god, it happened again today. And uh-huh. you know, everyone in the building has an idea of who it is. And uh I think I told you last or a couple episodes ago that mm-hmm. to fix the problem, they put uh a camera up in the elevator. Right. You know what? Camera didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, uh it's really you, isn't it? It's really you. I, I know it is. You're doing it yourself. Oh, no, no. If it was me, I mean, there'd be a lot more piss. But this is like, you know, mm-hmm. it was a small puddle. It was a puddle uh, you of piss. Know, you know what, Ryan? Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? Check the tape, damn it. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll, we'll go with random homeless person who likes to, <laughs> likes to find your elevator to take dumps and piss in. Yeah, uh, there's something appealing about it. I guess... Maybe because it's so spacious and it has a faux marble floor. I don't know. I just like how they give you the uh, the desk right next to the elevator. Oh God, yeah, that's awesome, super awesome. So, <laughs> anyway, how was uh, how was your holiday, bud? Uh, well, you know, not so bad. Uh, with my new job, uh, I I actually had the the holidays themselves off for the first time in over a decade. So uh, that was pretty cool. I know it was pretty sweet. Of course, in between Christmas and New Year, I had to do some traveling. Uh, in that week in between. And when you know it, I got the flu. And that's despite uh, having the flu vaccine just a few weeks, uh, about a month earlier. So what the hell? Oh, man, now you got the flu and you're going to get the autism. Ah, man. See, I should have gone with those anti-vax guys the whole time because it was worthless. Uh, It's all a uh, big conspiracy by the pharmaceutical companies to collect my cash. That's the problem. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So, but that's my job. My job is to travel, and that's what I had to do. You know, speaking of jobs, um, clever transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
now that it's a new year, a lot of people start looking for new jobs, you know, make a career change. And to really be effective at that, it's important to have a great resume. It's true. A, a great resume is crucial. It makes you stand out from the crowd. Yes. And um, you and I have both been in positions where we have seen plenty of resumes. And uh, we've gone ahead and pulled some interesting tidbits that people have actually put on their resumes. To what effect, I don't know. Yeah, but all right. Uh, let's start with uh, this one person who put hobbies down. Oh, I mean, that's Hob- useful, right? Uh no, don't put down your hobbies. No, because, oh, okay. But, All right. Yeah, he put down his hobbies, or he or she put down their hobbies. Uh, Team USA Karate Point Fighter, 2013 to current. Thir- <laughs> 31 years in the arts, hold three sixth-degree black belts. Well, I mean, maybe if you're applying for a job that requires a lot of ass-kicking, uh, maybe that would be right up your alley. <laughs> I don't know how good it is in an office, though. No, it's like uh, it's like the Dwight Schrute thing in the office, where it's like, <laughs> are you are you suddenly trying to threaten me? Like, if I don't hire you, you're gonna kick my ass in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe if you're gonna take that, uh, you're gonna office space your copier uh, and take it out back. You know, he'll be able to do a lot of karate chops to it and take it apart. Yeah, so uh, don't put hobbies on there, no matter how right. awesome you think they are. Mm-hmm. Write that down, everyone. This other person wrote down some non-technical skills on their resume, which, you know, not bad. The soft skills. Uh, they list organization and time management. Okay. That's, that's good, yeah. Avid reader to build muscle memory. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand how that works. Oh, well, then you will really not understand this. They, they wrote this. Communication <laughs> simplifies ideas in both written word and spoken. Like, I know that's English, but I've never seen those words strung together like that before. <laughs> like, if you're trying to say that you communicate well orally and ver- or verbally and, and written, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this person, English is not their primary language. It's the only thing I could think of. Either that or they just, uh, you know, threw some Scrabble tiles together or something and came up with a sentence. <laughs> well, maybe read some more to get buff. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's what it... Man, I should be like Arnold Schwarzenegger then because I have to read all the time. You are not. Uh, this other person lists their interests. Okay. Um, again, it's superfluous for a resume, but all right. Let's see what they put. Mm-hmm. Um, astronomy. That's green nice. living. Mm-hmm. Hipster. History. Role-playing. Oh, that's good. All right. Space. S- space. Oh, okay. And words. <laughs> Words? Just words. that's it. Just words. Just words. So maybe they're one of those people that reads a new word from the dictionary every day, you know, to expand their vocabulary or something like that. Um, Let's hope that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't be so vague on, on your resume, let's, I suppose. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and not like, I like sounds that come out of my mouth. <laughs> that sounds better. Yeah. All right. So this, uh, this other... This other resume, it had, um, you know, if you have worked with the DOD or something, it's important to put that on a resume. Sure. This person has an active DOD secrete clearance. Oh, wait, that's a thing? Uh, I think they meant to say secret, but this says secrete. So I think they can just go (laughs) and 
like ooze all over government <laughs> building. They got a lot of pus, or uh, they're they're secreting things all the time. Okay, uh, you know, you maybe run a spell checker, maybe read through your resume before you uh, before you hand it off to somebody. That's that's a good tip. But just in case, if you do see someone secreting in a government yeah. building, mm-hmm. they might have a clearance for it. So just leave them be. Yeah, you you don't know. You don't know. You're not their supervisor. No. Mm-hmm. All right. This comes from another resume. <laughs> good penmanship. That's important. Measuring tape. <laughs> Is he just looking around the office for items and <laughs> putting them on the resume? That's weird. All right. Oh, so he always it has continues. measuring tape. It, okay. it continues. Basic math. <laughs> just basic math. If yeah. your job requires anything more than two plus two, then I'm afraid you're not the candidate. <laughs> Patient, kind, Love of life and people. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's very affirmative. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So, you know who we really need for this spot? Someone who loves life and people. <laughs> yeah. Um, said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, of course, on your resume, you have to put job experience. Okay? Right. So, uh, job experience, Blank Foods. I'm leaving the, the, name, the company name out of it. Blank okay. Foods. As a food processor on assembly line, skills gained none. <laughs> why, why would you put that? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you didn't get anything out of it, just don't don't put anything down. <laughs> you just I mean, I could list assembly line. That's it. I could list all sorts of things I've done in the past <laughs> that gave me no skills, but uh, probably not a good thing to put on your resume. No, no. All right, here's another person who put interests slash hobbies. It doesn't make it better if it's interests slash hobbies or just hobbies, but um, they put soccer, cooking, Mm -hmm. stocks analysis, reading for philosophical debate, and and music, parentheses, old love songs. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know what? That gives them a little character, Ryan. We know a little (laughs) bit about them now, so... Uh, you know, that's not the worst one you have read to me tonight. Like, how does that interview go? Like, uh, you know, we want to bring you on, but you got a nail singing Moon River. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's getting you any jobs. Now, neither is this. Uh, someone listed as uh-huh. interests. NCAA 2 baseball player and okay. an accomplished guitar soloist. Oh, just yeah. a soloist. Just a soloist, like. Yeah before, uh, yeah, before we give you this job, you're going to have to fucking rip off some Eddie Van Halen shit right now. Yep. All right. Here's the guitar. <laughs> Shred. Shred. <laughs> Go. <laughs> you know how we spoke about the uh, the karate person uh, at the top of this bit? Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. This this person put personal interest, martial arts enthusiast. Oh, so he doesn't actually know martial arts. He just likes watching people who do know martial arts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's somehow even worse than saying you know martial arts. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. And probably for the least impressive set of additional skills someone has put on their resume, able to stand for long periods of time. Well, you know, Ryan, that actually could be a very useful skill. Of course, I don't know, almost everyone has that skill, so you probably don't want need to put that on your resume. Now, if if your resume is that thin that you have to put that you can stand up on it. Yeah, that's your best skill. Yeah, that's 
you might need to workshop that. <laughs> they could probably get one of those jobs where they spin signs uh, out by the street. I think they would qualify them for that. Uh, do those people have resumes? I'm going to say no. They probably just pick them up uh, in an alley or something and give them a bottle of booze. Well, you know what? Those fucking resumes were whack. <laughs> they were. And that means maybe it's time for wacky news. Ryan, this first story features an appearance by everyone's favorite, Florida Man. Ah, Florida Man. <laughs> Pasco okay. County, Florida is where this one is from. And uh, a Pasco County man became enraged for some reason when he found out his dad helped deliver him at birth. Uh, so basically, when dad came home, the son was waiting on the porch for a pizza to be delivered. Uh, and uh, as it arrived... Uh, he grabbed his dad and shoved his face into the pizza uh, and uh, began assaulting him. What? Uh, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the victim began to flail around trying to get the defendant off him, at which point uh, the defendant went outside and awaited law enforcement. So uh, he was uh, transported uh, to the Lando Lakes Detention Center, where he's being held on a massive $150 bond. We ain't going to get that from Pops, I know that. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably all their life savings. They're going to have to collect all the coins from the couches in the trailer, I'm afraid. Like, how does that set someone off? Like, okay, if that sets you off, you you might have too short a fuse, okay? What do you uh, mean you helped bring me into this world? Fuck you! <laughs> I think that we're going to assume drugs are involved here at some point, Ryan. Uh, this is why you got to stick with the good drugs. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and this next story also features a potential drug user. This one comes from Salinas, California. Uh, police are trying to track down a man who spent three hours licking a doorbell at a California home. Three hours licking a doorbell. Yeah, that's right, Ryan. Surveillance cameras caught the man uh, uh, in the act uh, for several hours uh, kneeling and licking the doorbell of a home. Now... I can probably guess one thing about this guy. He has a very appreciative girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe so. Or boyfriend, you know, whatever floats yeah. your boat. He's, he's yeah. from California, so, you know, they're free thinkers but, there. But that but, guy uh, puts the time in, you know, you got to give it to him for that. Three hours. Like, what What makes you finally decide, you know what? I've had enough licking this doorbell. Let's, let's go on. <laughs> let's move on to something else. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, three hours is, uh, that's probably about how long it took his drugs to wear off. Uh, and then he left. Uh, the family who lived there were called the Dungans. Uh, that's their name. And uh, basically, I said they came home and made sure to clean off their doorbell. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> now, uh, you'll remember, Ryan, a couple months ago, we had a story about a prisoner who was uh, trying to smuggle something in in his secret pocket, if you know what I mean. Oh, unfortunately, I do. Uh, it was a cell phone, I believe. Well, this time, history repeats itself. Uh, and this, guess what? It's another Florida man from Pinellas County. And, God damn uh, it! <laughs> deputies say the man had three syringes in his rectum while being searched. He told them they were not his, and he didn't know how they got there. Syringes in his rectum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, I knew you were going there. I just, yeah. I just knew that was coming. I knew, it. I really did. So uh, he had been uh, just been arrested on a warrant for a previous drug charge. Uh, deputies say he's now facing an additional charge of uh, introducing and possessing contraband 
in a county detention facility. And I just got to say, uh, you've got syringes up your ass. Uh, that cannot be the most comfortable thing to try to hide. You know, maybe it's that point where you think, I may have made some bad decisions in life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that he uses this opportunity to kind of reevaluate his choices and perhaps take a different path next time. This is why you don't share needles, kids. You never know when it's been up someone's ass. Yeah, that's a good life lesson, Ryan. Uh, this next story might be a good life lesson uh, as well, Ryan. You, you should probably pay attention to this. Uh, okay. this, one, uh, this one comes from Japan. And uh, I'll read this here from the article. Uh, Everyone who has ever owned pornography has asked themselves the question, if I died and someone found my stash, what would I do? Uh, So (laughs) unfortunately, this Japanese man has dealt with a worst case scenario. He was found dead in his apartment, buried under a stack of porn magazines. And by stack, I mean six tons of nudie mags. My God, I have a sense of foreboding all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh my God. It's going to be just like the gypsy woman said. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan, you better take this as a big warning. Uh, Six tons is a lot. Uh, That's about 60,500 porn magazines. The man was in his 50s, uh, and that basically breaks down that he's been buying three magazines per day since birth. You know, I feel like I don't even have a porn addiction now. Like, I'm so lightweight that uh, I can't uh, compete with that guy. I mean, it's one thing if you fill up the entire space under your bed uh, with, uh, you know, or in your closet with uh, porn magazines. But the photos here show there is absolutely not a single surface in this man's house that is not covered in stacks of porn magazines. Seriously, the guy uh, had a real issue. And and Ryan, this is sad. He was in there a couple months before he was found underneath those mags. Damn, that is kind of sad. I mean, I almost feel bad for laughing at it. I mean, I'm still going to laugh at it because, I mean, it's hilarious, but. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, But, you know, first of all, uh, who who buys porn magazines anymore? That's what the Internet is for. Yeah, exactly. This is a cautionary tale to everyone who said, oh, porn's not going to kill me. Well, bitch, it might. (laughs) (laughs) If you had 60,500 of them, then that is absolutely. I've been in a, a traditional Japanese home. And my God, there's not room to put six tons of anything in. Well, apparently you need to stack it all the way to the ceiling. And uh, that's when it collapsed and landed on top of him, trapping him Uh, there and crushing him. Uh, Who knows how long he was pinned under there before he eventually died. What a terrible way to go. Is that better or worse than going out with uh, autoerotic asphyxiation? Uh, I'm going to say it's worse. Uh, and you got to be careful what you wish for, uh, because if you uh, wanted to go out with uh, with Poon pressed to your face, this is probably not what he had in mind. No, no, definitely not what I or the gypsy woman imagined. Uh, well, uh, this next one involves a former LSU offensive lineman, uh, and he's out hunting with some friends, uh, and uh, they're getting all their stuff packed up, ready to go. He lays his gun down in the bed of his pickup truck, And that's when his dog, Tito, (laughs) a laboratory retriever, saw his opportunity, jumped on the gun, and shot the man in the leg. That's right. The dog tried to murder him, and the man had to have the leg amputated. No, Tito, why? Tito, why? (laughs) I told you, Ryan, it's a plot. Start digging your bunker now, because these dogs are coming after you. Uh, Everyone, get rid of the dogs. Get yourself a cat, because that dog is going to try to kill you. 
you know, I mean, I guess you really should, if a dog's humping your leg, let him go. Otherwise, you may not have that leg later. Oh, I mean, uh, apparently they had been uh, hunting many times before, and the safety was even on on this gun. But we're expected to believe that this dog accidentally took off the safety and pulled the trigger. I say no, sir. This was on purpose. It was definitely part of a murder plot. You see, I think I'm actually starting to buy into uh, this theory of yours. That uh, I told you. I told yeah. you. No one believed me. They all said I was crazy. They said I was a crazy cat man. But I'm telling you right now, cats don't try to murder you. Dogs do. <laughs> just keep a milk bone in your back pocket just in case. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan, uh, all, some of that news was a little depressing. We've got dogs trying to kill people. Uh, we've got people buried <laughs> and crushed to death under the weight of 60,000 uh, porn magazines. But you know what will lift your spirits a little bit? Those Florida Gators. That's right, Ryan. The Florida Gators were triumphant in the Peach Bowl, destroying Michigan 41-15. to How about that beating? Oh, my God. Oh, my nipples were so erect. I was actually watching this um, this game with my brother-in-law, who is a huge Michigan fan. I don't know. My sister married him anyway. She doesn't know anything about college football. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I It was... You ever, like, really want to cheer, but you kind of, you know, to keep the peace, you just kind of settle it down some? Yeah, that was Sure. Neat. So maybe not as exuberant as you usually would be uh, when the Florida Gators are destroying an opponent. An opponent, I might add, that a lot of experts were predicting to win that game. Yeah. No, I, uh, I didn't, like, pull down my pants and wave my erection around at all. I mean, not well, like... Well, I mean, that's, that's guys for the best. into each other gives me an erection uh, yeah that's a little what disturbing <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna yeah. put that out there so uh yeah the uh, florida gators the uh, final polls rank them at number seven and uh you know we won't go into talking about how wonderful uh coach mullen is we've already discussed that uh, several times throughout the year but uh damn that coach mullen's awesome hell yeah go from mm-hmm. a four win season last year with basically a lot of the same players and reach number seven in the, uh, the the final poll, you're doing something right, Dan. You're doing something right. That's absolutely true. And if you have uh, noticed, Ryan, over the last few days, there's been a number of uh, you know great uh, recruits out there who have decommitted from schools to head toward Florida. That's just the, uh, you know, the way the culture there is changing. Uh, talent is coming back. The Florida Gators are back on the national scene. You're damn right. Now, uh, that wasn't the only beating of this bowl season, Ryan. Uh, Did you get a load of that national championship game? Alabama! Oh, my God. I've seen snuff films that were less brutal. (laughs) It's true. Uh, The Clemson uh, team beat Alabama 44-16, to and uh, we haven't seen Alabama take a thrashing like that in in about a decade. And, uh, damn, it was satisfying to see that look on Nick Saban's face as they got their ass beat. Oh my god, that was so good. You know what it was like watching? It was like when you go to Reddit and you see those videos of like a big bully kid picking on a, a little skinny kid and then the skinny kid just turns around and whoops his ass. That's, that's what it looked what, like. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's what uh, the Clemson Tigers 
quarterback looks like. He's a true freshman. I swear he just like stepped off the bus from high school. Uh, he's a scrawny little guy, uh, long blonde hair. Uh, not your, you know, your typical looking uh, football player, but man, they delivered. And that team's going to be scary for a while with all that young talent. Yeah, he's a true freshman. Uh, the the receiver who made a lot of the catches, he's a true freshman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Clemson's going to be good at least for, for two, three more years. And, you know, that's not to say we can write off Alabama. They've got a lot of talent returning, and a lot of the experts say their team will be even more talented next year. Unfortunately, we might just see a rematch in the college football playoff next year. Yeah, we could see uh, old Twa Tilapia back in the national championship picture. <laughs> that's and, right. Uh, yeah. Good old Twa, you know, his last year in college, I'm sure. You know, there's actually uh, been a hashtag going around uh, for us Miami Dolphins fans to tank for Twa or Tua, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, it's pronounced Twa. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Twa Tilapia sounds right. Well, the, the Dolphins definitely need a quarterback as they finally realized that Ryan Tannehill is not going to be their long-term answer. Uh, and that uh, resulted also in the firing of Coach Gase after three terrible losses to end the season. Yeah, no, the rumor and innuendo that I heard is that uh, the owner, Stephen Ross, he's actually cool with a, a losing season or two in order to get a good draft pick, Yeah, be able to rebuild through the draft. But Adam Gase is one of these people who, and I can't fault him for this, he wants to win right now. He's well, why didn't they do this years ago is, is what I say. You know, I mean, uh, we've been through this cycle, this three-year or two-year cycle of revolving coaches, uh, w- and they're always talking about winning now, winning now. Why didn't we a few years ago, uh, you know, uh, rebuild and, and start building from the draft, stockpile some draft picks, something like that? Because we had people in the front office like Mike Tannenbaum who, in order to make a big splash wants to sign fucking big name free agents who don't actually do anything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they could always uh, get Chucky to come over uh, and trade away some talent for draft picks. He seems <laughs> to be pretty good at that. Uh, so maybe they're going to follow the Raiders example. If they sign a new coach to a 10 year contract, watch out. That's true. That's true. And uh, you know, it, it might mean that we lose an awesome player like Xavier Howard. Um, you know, Ugh. player like Mika Fitzpatrick might just be here for his rookie contract and then go. Um, well, I mean, isn't that the their modus operandi like all of all time? Every time we have someone good, right as they're going to cost a little bit of money, we let them go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we we don't keep the the talent that we draft and and cultivate, and yeah, so that's why we have mediocre seasons year after year after year. And there's a rumor going around, uh, Ryan, uh, about the Dolphins' uh, coaching search. What have you heard? Oh, uh, first of all, let me throw this stat out there. There has never been a head coach who has won a Super Bowl with one team and then gone to another team and won a Super Bowl. It hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen That's for Lombardi. Didn't happen for um, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Like- Jimmy Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, guy from the Packers who went to uh, Seattle, Holmgren. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Now, um, a lot of people are making a big deal that Stephen Ross is from Michigan and Harbaugh, who coaches the Baltimore Ravens, is also from Michigan. So there's rumor and innuendo that 
uh, Ross will give up two first round picks and a lot of money to trade for Harbaugh as a coach. I can't help but think that would be a huge mistake. Uh, you know, you're going to put your team in the hole with two first round picks to get a coach who only has a year left on his contract. I mean, why not just promote one of the assistants like Darren Rizzi, uh, you know, the special teams coordinator, put him in charge for, for a year, tell him to tank it, uh, get, get a QB in the draft and then bring on Harbaugh when you don't have to mortgage the future of the organization. Well, I mean, you don't want to make a fall guy out of someone who's been loyal to the organization like Rizzy. So, sure. Uh, but I really wouldn't mind seeing that uh, defensive backs uh, coach from from the Cowboys come over. Um, you know, take your lumps, get get some learning as a head coach uh, mm-hmm. for a year or two, and then you know, pull it all together in year three with a bunch of great talent, and uh, yeah, form a dynasty. Well, Ryan, let's just keep our fingers crossed. And uh, hope that the Dolphins are playing into January uh, a couple years from now with their new coach. Uh, But there are some teams who are still playing, Ryan. And uh, what have we got coming up for our playoff predictions? Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. First up, Cowboys at Rams. Now, uh, a lot of people think the Cowboys shouldn't even be in the playoffs, but they put together a nice run at the uh, end of the season. Uh, good old uh, Zeke Elliott there, uh, you know, really brought that uh, running game to life. But I don't think they have a chance uh, playing against the Rams. I think uh, the Rams win by at least a touchdown. I predict that any grown-ass man who goes by the name Zeke is going to play like an asshole when it matters most. Oh, wow. I'm sure some Zeke out there is probably offended by that. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Next right, up. What else you got? Chargers at Patriots. Uh, Chargers at Patriots. Well, you know, my heart tells me that the Chargers are going to win. But history tells me that teams that go into New England in the postseason almost always fail. Actually, they always fail. So uh, I'm probably going to have to take the Patriots by three. I predict that Tom Brady will beg P. Rivers for the elusive and ultra rare golden reach around. Oh, wow. He's really uh, he's really moving up in the world. <laughs> well, he's earned it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What else you got? Next up, Eagles at Saints. The Eagles should count themselves lucky that the Chicago Bears have the world's crappiest kicker uh, because otherwise they'd be sitting at home uh, this week. Uh, but let's face it, they're heading to New Orleans, one of the best teams in the league. And uh, they did meet earlier in the season and the Saints destroyed them. So uh, I think history repeats itself. The Eagles go in there and they're going to get blasted by Drew Brees. Saints win by 17. I predict that Philly fans are going to chuck batteries and cups of warm piss at the Eagles when they return home from New Orleans defeated. That's a very safe bet. Everyone knows Uh, about Eagles fans. So safe bet, Ryan. I I like that prediction. Next up, Colts at Chiefs. Uh, This one is a tough one. I mean, you got to think, you got to go with the Chiefs and that super high-powered offense commanded by Kermit the Frog. So uh, I'm going to have to go with Chiefs at home uh, by uh, by at least a touchdown. You know, Dan, this is where I'd usually do a uh, little pithy prediction that is yeah. really nonsense, basically. But that's what I was expecting. Thank you. But um, mm-hmm. every year, it seems every year, there's one team that looks destined to be in the Super Bowl, 
And then some other team out of left field just comes in and fucks it all up. So I can't help but see Andrew Luck and the Colts going into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. And then they have to go to New England and then they will lose. And then New England just cakewalks into the fucking Super Bowl again. Jesus! Oh my God. You know what? Uh, Unfortunately, that scenario is all too likely because uh, the Colts are real hot right now and the Chiefs have been a little up and down the last few weeks. Uh, So it's definitely possible. And you got to think if there was a Colts at Patriots matchup, the Colts get destroyed. Uh, It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion. It's like you you see what's coming. You can't make it stop. You can't do anything. You just have to uh, deal with it. Oh, my God. Uh, let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope that doesn't happen. Let's just really hope that doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, hell, let's let's root for the Chargers to upset the Patriots in New England, and then we won't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, that's not going to happen though. Ah, uh, well, you know what? I can I can think positive anyway. So, uh, so that's it for our playoff predictions. Uh, and uh, with college football over and the NFL season quickly drawing to a close, that's going to mean the end of our football segment, Ryan. What in the world are we going to replace it with? We're not imaginative enough to come up with anything good. Uh, no, no. We, uh, like I said, I've been called a man of low cunning. So um, how about mm. this? How about we uh, follow some uh, TV shows and make some predictions about that? Well, uh, I do enjoy watching television. Uh, the question is, what are we going to watch? I mean, the uh, only thing I can think of is uh, the new season of Star Trek Discovery is coming up. I'm a big Trekkie fan. That's a good possibility. Yeah, I like that. I actually uh, subscribe to the CBS whatever they're streaming oh. online, so I can well, watch you're it. You're Damn right, I can afford that mm-hmm. six bucks a month. Oh, okay. Now we can do more than just Discovery. Of course, we're going to talk about the television event this year. I think you know what I'm Absolutely. talking about. Uh, Game of Thrones, obviously. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that's not till April, Ryan. We got a little time to fill. Yep. So. You know what? I'm going to kick this out to uh, to our listeners, both of you. Excellent. Um, if you have any suggestions as to what uh, shows we should follow, but first off, let me say, if anyone suggests God friended me, fuck you. We're not doing that. Yeah, All that's right? not happening. No, okay. that's not happening. If, you're, if, yeah, you we'll suggest, if you suggest this is us, you can blow it right out your fucking ass. Yeah, and I'm not watching The Bachelor either, so you know, fuck off with that. Yeah, so come up with some good shows, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the the best suggestions we get, we'll absolutely credit you. And uh, who knows, maybe even ask you to be on an episode to to talk about the show that you prefer. Absolutely, we're always open to some guest hosts, and uh, you can send your suggestions to angrymasons at catlover dot com. Yeah, gotta love that uh, email address. You know what these TV shows are going to look great on. Those 8K TVs that they're showing off at the CES. Yeah, that's right, Ryan. CES has begun. It's just a couple of days in, but already uh, a lot of companies have unveiled some crazy stuff. Not the least of which is an 80-inch 8K television, which I'm sure is going to set you back, uh, you know, at least five numbers, uh, you know, trying to get that. So that's not in our future. Well, the CES, uh, in case you don't know, stands for Consumer Electronics Show, or Mm or as Angry Mason Dan and I call it, Shit we can't afford for 10 years. That's absolutely right, because uh, the real thing is, is they uh, display some cutting edge technology at these shows. 
And that means it has a cutting edge technology price. So most of these things are years away from getting in the grubby little hands of consumers like us. So uh, the first thing is, uh, you know, Ryan, a lot of these auto driving cars, uh, that's the new thing. Uber's testing them. Uh, There's a rumor Apple's going to come up with one. Uh, But what's been elusive all these years has been flying cars. And there's been a couple of startups here and there who came up with their own version. But for the first time, a major uh, company that has got a lot of experience in that field, uh, Bell Aeronautics, uh, has come up with uh, a flying taxi. And basically, Ryan, it looks like a, a drone, a giant drone that can carry up to four passengers and a pilot, and uh, it's capable of vertical takeoff and landing. Eventually, it's going to be all battery powered. Uh, it's powered by a, a, a turbine right now, so it's probably just a little bit loud. Uh, but uh, for the first time, this is a big company that has experience that's putting it together. And I have to say, the inside of the thing looks like it's right out of Tron. Looks pretty sweet. I'm all aboard for flying cars. How about you? Hot damn. I mean, we've been waiting for this ever since we saw the Jetsons. Yeah, I mean, I was really expecting this stuff around the year 2000, and uh, it's a little bit late. But it looks like it might actually show up. I mean, it had to eventually. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if you can imagine it, we're getting to a point where you can make it reality. It's true. And really, the thing just looks like a giant, uh, a giant drone. And while it requires a pilot at the moment, they say uh, it can be a lightly trained pilot uh, because there's so many automatic systems to uh, to help keep things going. So eventually they'll be replacing that with fully automated system. Uh, but that's just a little glimpse into the future. And man, that thing looks sexy, too. It's it's all black and sleek and Tron looking. Uh, I'd be all aboard for that. I, I would pay for that. Hell yeah. I would not want to get a DUI in one of those, though. <laughs> or ever. That is true. Yeah. Don't no, drink and drive, no. kids. Yeah, don't do that. That's what Uber's for. Now, uh, another thing, Ryan, that I've always been looking forward to is robots. And uh, it looks like Samsung is getting into the robot business. Are they sex robots? No. They they, they are not sex robots, Ryan. I mean, if they were, they'd, they'd be outlawed in Texas. Dan. Yeah. Dan. Yes. Any robot can be a sex robot if you're about that life. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, you see, um, Samsung's come out with this, and it basically has a, uh, a home robot that could easily morph into all manner of appliances from vacuum to lawnmower to kitchen assistant, depending on what was attached. So maybe they'll come up with a sex attachment for you, Ryan. Well, I mean, better them than me come up with my own. I don't want to... <laughs> Well, it has a vacuum attachment, so it's not too big of a leap from there, right? <laughs> uh, we should just move on, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, these home robots uh, could help with a lot of tasks. There's even a version that's an, exos- uh, an exoskeleton that could help the elderly or others with limited mobility. Uh, they can help remind you to do things like taking pills. Uh, really, I just want a robot that does all my household chores, uh, scoops the cat poop. Uh, there's a lot of that. Uh, cooks for me, uh, cleans up uh, cat hairballs and cat fur and all that kind of stuff. Actually, I just want a robot that's going to help defend me from the dog uprising. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so I hope it's heavily armed and armored because those <laughs> dogs are coming for you. Uh, you know, don't turn your back. That's all I'm saying. Don't turn your back, especially uh, if that dog's name is Tito. <laughs> Tito, Why? <laughs> now, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Amazon, Ryan, and I, I've got their Prime service. I watch Prime video. Uh, I enjoy that free two-day shipping. 
Uh, so uh, there's rarely a week that goes by that doesn't see at least one delivery to my house. But uh, Amazon Prime's trying to go a step farther. Right now, they leave that stuff on your doorstep, uh, and uh, on your doorstep rather. And uh, sometimes people come along and pick that up. But now they're uh, they're partnering with some garage door manufacturers so they can uh, develop an app that will allow them to open your garage door and place your packages inside. Uh, that's actually brilliant. I mean, as long as you don't mind strangers having access to your home. Well, uh, it's uh, the service is going to be called Amazon Key uh, or, or Key by Amazon. And I suppose what's going to happen is that uh, when they open your garage, a app on your phone will notify you that it's happening. And then you can see what they're doing uh, in your garage. So, I mean... You know, basically, I'm a little skeptical on that. I mean, what if they come in and see all the stuff in your garage? You got your sex swing there and all kinds of stuff. You don't want someone poking through your stuff. Hold on. What? I didn't know you and the wife got down like that. Damn. Uh, uh, Anyway, moving on. This next one is pretty cool. Now, it doesn't look nearly as sexy as that flying taxi from Bell. uh, But Hyundai has shown off a small model of car. It says can activate robotic legs to walk at three miles per hour over rough terrain. Huh. How yeah, does that the future? Well, uh, basically, it's a boxy-looking little car, and uh, the wheels are on extenders. Uh, so it's just kind of like a cartoon where the uh, wheels uh, extend out and the whole frame of the thing rises five feet up. They're saying it'd be useful for emergency rescues following natural disasters, that sort of thing. To me, it looks like a, like a lunar rover or something like that. You know, down here in Florida, we have a lot of uh, trucks that are jacked up. They say it's to go mudding or get through rough terrain, but I mean, usually it's just to distract people from their small penises. So yeah, now that people with average to above average penises can have a jacked up vehicle as well. Nice. It's true. And you can blaze at a a, a nice three mile per hour clip. Well, I mean, if you're driving over rough terrain, you really don't have anywhere to be all of a sudden anyway, so... Those are just a few of the items so far in CES. Uh, It goes on for a couple more days, so maybe next week we'll pick it up again and and see about uh, some stuff that was unveiled later in the show. All sorts of people attend these conferences, but one person who's not oddly, uh, usually the FCC commissioner attends, uh, but Ajit Pai, uh, everyone's favorite FCC boss, uh, he he decided not to show up this year. Well, you know, Dan, I actually have some thoughts on that. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I would call a Jeep Pie a despicable sack of shit, but that would only insult all of the other despicable sacks of shit I ever met. Some of you may not know who or what an Ajit Pie is, so, for the sake of edification, I went to Urban Dictionary to share the most popular definitions. Ajit Pie. Pubes left over on a toilet seat at work. Ajit Pie. Short for a jizz pie, commonly used for when a man fucks an entire nation in the ass, then proceeds to eat out the semen he has just deposited. Agit pie, the clogs that form in drains in college dorms from excessive shower masturbation by the residents, as in, the janitor left a passive-aggressive note on the wall asking people not to yank it in the showers because he was tired of cleaning up the agit pie every week. Yeah, those are rather legit definitions. And if you still find yourself wondering about who Ajit Pai is and why he garners so much hate, you must be brand new to the internet. Let me say to those people, welcome. Enjoy your visit. 
Stay away from 4chan. Ajit Pai is the sleazy corporate shill who fucked our internet because he received a lot of money from telecom companies to fuck our internet. Pai is a smarmy shit cunt who killed net neutrality by allowing huge megacorps to dictate to the rest of us how the internet will work going forward. If you think this rant is partisan or political, you are mistaken. Keeping net neutrality is one of the actual few bipartisan issues of our day that almost everyone can agree upon regardless of political leanings. 85% of Americans overwhelmingly support net neutrality. The other 15% is made up of huge shareholders of telecom companies, Russian troll farms, and people who think that the internet runs on stew meat and gremlin farts. Now let me ask you, have you ever had a problem with how the internet has worked since its inception? No? Correct. No one has. But now, it's feasible for internet providers to block content it doesn't like, charge more for some websites, slow down your internet speeds unless you're willing to fork over exorbitant fees, and basically, just be as bad as the worst cable company you have ever dealt with. <clears throat> Comcast, you to dick. <clears throat> Agit Pie, you are everything that is wrong with this country. You deserve every bad thing that will ever happen to you. The people of the United States of America should pull you out of your bed in the middle of the night, toss you into a burlap sack while you're naked and weeping, proceed to dunk you into a slow-moving polluted river over and over and over until you are half-drowned, then pull the pie sack out of the river and commence to beat you with reeds until you piss yourself, and then beat on you some fucking more. Anything less would be uncivilized. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. Wow, that was a uh, particularly uh, angry rant from you, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it was a little angrier and meaner than I thought it would be, but, uh, well, here we are. Uh, well, you know, it's what I've come to expect from you when you're passionate about a subject, and uh, I think that comes through to the listeners. Uh, I hope so, and I hope you <laughs> like it, and if not, well, I'll fucking beat you with reeds, too. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, uh, if you've got any thoughts on uh, net neutrality or CES or even the mighty Florida Gators, you can reach us at uh, facebook.com slash angry masons. You can always download new episodes at soundcloud.com slash angry masons. Of course, you can reach us directly via email, angry masons at catlover.com. And then uh, check us out on Twitter at angry masons. Of course, we also have uh, episodes on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and very soon iTunes. You know, you've been you've been saying very soon on iTunes for like two months now. Well, you know, Ryan, uh, those Apple guys are real serious about controlling their ecosystem. So uh, there's a lot of hoops to jump through. And, uh, you know, I'm a busy man. Right, right, right. Okay. well, I think you may have found a uh, New Year's resolution for yourself. Yes, I resolve that we will be on iTunes by the end of 2019. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so I guess that's it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. I uh, hope everyone had a happy new year, and thanks for listening. 